Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, Monday, June 10th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. And uh, with me, as always, as uh, weatherman and DFS expert, Mark Paquette. Mark, uh, over the weekend, we didn't have a lot of weather challenges, but it seems a little bit different today, especially in the Northeast. Yeah, the game in Texas kind of snuck up on me, but that was a delayed start. It was just a random storm pushed through. wasn't a problem the rest of the game. But today is a different story. As you mentioned, the Northeast is a big problem. Philly and New York are going to be out ahead of a pretty strong cold front. We're going to see showers and thunderstorms pretty numerous throughout the afternoon and evening. Um, both games have some postponement risk. Obviously, a higher delay risk. Um, the game in Boston also has some risk with it, but that's more later in the game. They should be able to get uh, several dry innings, probably at least six or seven dry innings in there. So I don't think that's a postponement threat. And then last but not least, Atlanta will have that same front affect them, so there will be some showers and thunderstorms around there. Not a postponement threat in Atlanta, though. Yeah, it looks like that Mets-Yankees game could have some rain problems, as you note in your weather blog today. Let's go on to the games. Uh, Oakland against Tampa Bay. We got Tanner Anderson going against Charlie Morton. This is a real good spot to start Morton because you figure he's got some run support. Uh, he's been pitching really well no matter what the opposition is. 9,900 on DraftKings. Uh, Tanner Anderson has an ERA over six as he comes up from the minors. And, uh, you know, maybe you want to roll some Tampa Bay bats out here. Yeah, it seems like, wow, the Oakland it must be really getting desperate for starting pitching to bring up a guy that's really struggled in the minors up for a start. But on the other side, like you said, Charlie Morton's been very good. Tampa Bay's probably their best pitcher, better than Blake Snell so far this year. Um, but, yeah, let's look at some Tampa bats. Um, I mean, anytime you think of Tampa Bats, you can think of their young guys that have just been crushing it in Austin Meadows and Brandon Lowe. Uh, but those guys are pricey, 44 for Meadows, and Lowe is at 34, so uh, much more affordable. But, yeah, try to get some other Tampa Bay Bats. I know you mentioned last time we chat, Kermeyer. He's 2,900. He gets the platoon split. Um, and you can also talk about uh, Choi, if he's in the lineup at first base, which he should be. Those are some guys that you can probably afford in that lineup. Yeah, Yandy Diaz hit 313 with six home runs and 13 RBIs at home. Uh, G Man Choi hit 298 with three home runs and 10 RBIs. Brandon Lau is only hitting 239 at home, but he's got 19 RBIs and 11 runs scored. Uh, you know, so there are some Tampa Bay bats for you right there to take a look at. Uh, the Mets are at the Yankees in the opener of the Subway Series. Jason Marcus is actually pretty well. The uh, knee jerk would be like, okay, let's stack Yankee bats against Vargas. But, you know, he hasn't been bad. And then you have Tanaka at 7,900 at home against the Mets. Uh, I think that's a very friendly price. On the other hand, the knee jerk reaction may be to use Vargas since he's coming off a complete game shutout, his eighth of his career. Let that sink in. He's had eight complete game shutouts in his career. But, yeah, um, obviously rain concern here. So we have to keep an eye on this. This game could be postponed. Though it isn't obviously an interleague series, so they would try their hardest to uh, play that since they won't have a, a, another time uh, in the schedule they're playing each other. But of course, being in the same city, they probably share an off day somewhere in there. Um, yeah, so I don't, 
both pitchers have been pretty good. So I don't. I know Tanaka struggled his last few starts. Do you try to pin any Mets bats in there? I don't. I'm not sure about this game at all. Basically, Scott. Well, Tanaka's two two and three two ERA at home. Uh, Forty two strikeouts and forty one and two thirds innings pitch. So you know maybe you consider a, a Jeff McNeil because uh, you know he's going to get the bat on the ball and. You always you always have to consider Pete Alonso, uh, but you know you're going to have to spend up for him. So this game is looking like an avoid overall for me. It very well could be, especially considering the weather. If you don't want to be sweating out, what are they going to do? Are they, is the game going to be official, et cetera, et cetera? That may be the smartest move. Yeah. Okay. We have Arizona and Philadelphia. We have Taylor Clark going against Jared Eikhoff. Uh Taylor Clark's been up and down so far. So has Eikhoff. So uh, I think there's there's certainly uh, some hitting possibilities in this game. Uh, you, I, I'm thinking probably of a Philadelphia stack uh, tonight. You got Gene Segura at 319 with, with uh, 14 RBIs and 24 runs scored at home. JT Ramil Muto hitting 219 with five home runs and 19 RBIs at home. Scott Kingery, if he's in the lineup in 14 home games, he's hitting 282 with eight RBIs and seven runs scored. You got Cesar Hernandez hitting 281 with 14 RBIs and 18 runs scored in 33 home games. So there's there's four Philadelphia bats I like right there. And you, also have, you also have to consider the uh, the Diamondback bats, you know, against against Jared Eichhoff. If David Peralta for 4600. Jared Dyson's fitting really well for 4,700. Yeah, I was just going to say, don't forget the Diamondback bats. If there is a delay in this, which is certainly a possibility, then you're talking about using bullpens more. And and it's not like both starters are really good anyway. It's my favorite bat uh, value play, if I want to fit in Chris Sale, who we'll talk, talk about later, is Kevin Crone um, for the Diamondbacks. He's still barely priced at 2,500 on FanDuel. The problem is, is... He's been split in time with Christian Walker, and now there's no DH going to Philly. They both were able to play over the weekend in Toronto. So let's see if Crone's in the lineup, and if he is, there's some savings right there. Yeah, you take a look at some of these hitters. Escobar, who's been great, hitting 374 with seven home runs and 22 RBIs versus lefties. Nick Ahmed, uh, he's actually hitting 366. Uh, versus lefties. He left the game with an injury yesterday, so you just got to make sure he's in the game. Yeah, if he if he's available, he's only thirty four hundred. But you know that that's going to be very very iffy for him. Uh, Wilma Flores, you don't know if he gets in the lineup. He's hitting three oh six versus lefties as well. He's on the injured list, so he won't be in the lineup. Yeah, he would be very good if he wasn't on the injured list. So, thank you there. Uh, Texas at Boston. Uh, Mike Miner is going against Chris Sale. Uh, the way Sale is pitching, uh, you, you pretty much have to use him against anybody. The record doesn't reflect how good he's been in the strikeout department so far. And, uh, you know, Miner's been pitching really well, too, but this is a tough lineup. Outside of Sale here, I can't see using anybody. Miner's only 9,400. Maybe he's more of a GPP play. Another injury to keep track of is J.D. Martinez missed most of the weekend series. So if he continues to not be in the lineup because of a sore back, that's obviously a boost for Miner. But you're right about Sale. I think for me, I'm going to fit Sale into my cash lineups and try to find value bats. He struck out 
more than 10 batters in six of his last seven starts. He's been over 62 fantasy points on FanDuel four of his last six starts. No, um, excuse me, four of his last seven starts, I believe. Um, he's just on fire right now. And amazingly, you want to hear a crazy stat? He hasn't yeah. won at Fenway Park yet this year. <laughs> Maybe it's that- time. Uh, Xander Bogarts is hitting very well against lefties uh, this year, and he's 4,500, so he's somebody you've got to consider. Michael Waka returns to the rotation uh, against Miami, going against Sandy Alcantara, who's very up and down. Uh, Waka was in the bullpen. You know, the Marlins are not a walkover. Probably way, but without Alcantara, I think, uh, you know, that's – that's somebody you can always attack, even though it's a pitcher's park. I don't know if I'd be running a St. Louis stack, but I'll certainly consider some of the hitters. Yeah, there's some <laughs> one-offs that you're going to want to use or at least consider. I'm looking at, like, from the Marlins side, Austin Dean, who finally seemed to hit, uh, come to life over the weekend. He's very reasonably priced at only 2300 and will probably be batting leadoff for the Marlins. So look for some, some value plays like that. Um, on the, on the St. Louis side, if, if Jose Martinez is in there, he's only 2,400. Players like that, you can get cheap and, and be able to fit sale in. A return home from Marcel Asuna, who's hitting 288 with 11 home runs and 26 RBIs on the road. Somebody to consider there. Uh, we have Pittsburgh against Atlanta and Musgrove against Gausman. Two pitchers you can really attack except for the Pittsburgh lineup. You know, doesn't doesn't give you a whole lot, but Colin Moran's been on fire lately. I think you have to uh, use him at 4,600. And uh, maybe Brian Reynolds, if he's in the lineup at 4,600 as well. Uh, You know, there's two guys to use right there against Gausman. You know, maybe some sort of a mini stack. But Atlanta stack is something that you definitely got to like for tonight. Uh, Especially Freeman, he'd be worth the 5,400. Uh even maybe spend down for Nick Markakis at thirty six hundred as a punt, but uh, you gotta like you have to like a lot of those Braves tonight. Yeah, this is a great part for left-handed hitters. Um, so most of those batters that you have mentioned, Brian Reynolds, um, Moran, uh, Markakis, uh, are all lefty batters. It's a great power alley for them in right field, and they all have the platoon split advantage. So. Yeah, try to find someone in. And then here's a GPP play deeper for the Pirates. Corey Dickerson is back, left-handed batter with power, only 2,800 on FanDuel. And you mentioned Moran. He's only 2,700 on FanDuel. So those are players that you can look to get into your lineups. Austin Riley's hitting 368 with five home runs and 12 RBIs at home. Markakis hitting 301 with 16 RBIs and 21 runs scored. At home, Freeman hitting uh, 270 with nine home runs, 18 RBIs at home. So I think there's the building of your Atlanta stack right there. Yeah, if you do that, though, you're not going to afford sales, so we're going to have to get uh, fancy about how to... Uh, maybe uh, I'll go with Tanaka. Yeah, go with Tanaka. <laughs> I hope yeah. I get the weather in a tournament. Yep. Annabelle Sanchez, he very up and down going against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Dylan Colby was supposed to pitch this game, but he's on the IL, so they have not announced a starter as of yet. Uh, but uh, certainly like some 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 White Sox bats here against against Anibal Sanchez. Uh, you know they and at home Tim Anderson's hitting 358 with 14 RBIs and nine steals. Lurie Garcia's hitting 330 
with five steals at home. So you you can get some speed, uh, you know, out of out of this lineup uh, here if you want to go for that category necessarily. Uh, Lurier Garcia is only thirty eight hundred. Tim Anderson's forty three hundred. Yeah, values all around. Uh, a player that will probably be in the lineup because um, the White Sox management has said we're going to give Yonder Alonso a break. Is uh, Jose Rondon has been batting DH or playing every day over the weekend. He's minimum priced on FanDuel at two thousand. Players like that. Again, I'm designing my lineup that I'm going to get sale in, and I'm going to have to get some value bats, especially if I want any part of course field. So I'm looking at these guys that are near minimum price, like Rondon, like, um, who did I say in the last game, Moran, that I'm going to get in the lineup so I can get sale and some cores bats. All right, and then you talk about cores, which we go to next. It'll be you, Darvish, against uh, German Marquez. Obviously, I'm more inclined to, uh, you know, to attack Darvish than I, I will Marquez. Uh, better than three with Boros. Uh, but at home, he's he's three and one with a four ninety three ERA. So you could really use bats on both sides here uh, against Darvish. Charlie Blackman is back, but I don't know if he's quite worth the fifty eight hundred yet. That's kind of pricey. Uh, fifty three hundred for David Dahl, five thousand for Daniel Murphy, uh, thirty six for Tony Walters. I like and forty two hundred for Ryan McMahon. Uh, you're gonna have to spend up to get this Colorado stack. And uh, you know, then on the on the other side on the other side of the game, uh, you know Victor Caratini, uh, maybe him for forty two hundred. Uh, Kyle Schwarber's forty five hundred. Anthony Rizzo's fifty three hundred. Uh, and uh, you know a few bats from Chicago to like there too. Yeah, I think the three bats that you will see in all my lineups are Carlos Gonzalez is thirty one hundred on FanDuel, obviously. The narrative 3,000 on DraftKings. Yeah, I like that. There you go. He's got the platoon split. As you mentioned, Marquez is a great pitcher away from Coors, but at Coors, he's pedestrian at best, which Coors is famous for doing that for pitchers, obviously. Schwarber is red hot right now. Uh, he gets the platoon advantage. He obviously hits the ball really far. That's a great recipe at Coors Field. And last but not least, David Dahl is on fire as well. Take away uh, the game's yesterday where um, um, Noah was amazing and he still had a good weekend series. He ended up with a double in RBI and uh, yesterday it was over for the day before, but since before then he was on fire. So I like David Dahl a lot and he's only 39 on FanDuel. If Victor Caratini is in the lineup, he's hitting 412 in road games. Uh, and then we finish up with the Dodgers against the Angels. Ryu is uh, chalk tonight. Uh, 10,400 on DraftKings. And you have Griffin Canning. Uh, you can't like going against the lineup uh, of the Dodgers, even though uh, P he's had some impressive moments. Uh, you know, outside of Ryu, uh, I'm probably avoiding this game. Yeah, he could get a lucky break. Jock Peterson has missed a, a time over the weekend with a sore back. If he's not in the lineup today, that's another left-handed bat that Canning won't have to face. Canning has been tremendously uh, effective and really a good young pitcher. But, yeah, that's asking a lot of him going against the Dodgers um, tonight, even though it is a home game. And he, he, it, But the Dodgers then would add a DH spot because of that, because they're playing in the American League Park. On the other side, yeah, Ryu 
if I'm going to spend up for a pitcher, I'm just going to spend a little bit more and get sales K upside. But obviously, Ryu is having a fantastic season, and I can't argue using him. Yeah, I really like the price on Ryu at 10400 So he's probably my, my favorite pitcher of the night. You just got to... You got to spend a little more for sale, and uh, and every every dollar counts. You know he's five hundred more dollars more expensive. I probably play Ryu, then Sale, and then Tanaka is the way I'm leaning. Uh, what are your fav- three favorite stacks for tonight? Well, stacks. Okay, okay. So I think I mean if you can afford them, you look for Colorado and Chicago. Coors Field is going to be in the seventies to start. The wind's blowing nicely out to left field. That's going to be a great hitting environment. I expect some runs to be scored tonight, even though the pitchers are pretty good. But even good pitchers can be really bad at course. Uh, and then the other is Atlanta. Look for Atlanta. That's a great hitter's park. Both pitchers are subpar at best, and both, there, there should be runs scored in that game, both sides of the plate. All right. Thanks for uh, listening to the Win Daily podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Win Daily DFS tomorrow, and uh, Win Daily DFS. Dot com at, at Windaily DFS. Uh, you can't can't listen to me and follow anything it seems today. Uh, but uh, we'll be back tomorrow and thanks for listening.